Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. I am Shari Reynolds. Thank you so much for joining me. And I get frustrated. I get discouraged. I get second-guessing myself. I think we all do that. But I get to where I just want to give up. I'm not doing this podcast. Uh, No one's listening. What is the purpose of this? And yet I have to go back to my ground roots. What is the reason I started this? And I cannot deny the feelings and the tugging of my heart to start this. And I, I, I will, I will remember that in my moments of discouragement and doubt, I will remember the tuggings on my heart that I needed to begin this. And I have to also go back to my reasons. Number one, I'm leaving my testimony for my children. And as soon as I begin to feel like I am more concerned about how many people are listening or how many people begin to follow me, then I've lost my true reason. I need to go back to what I'm doing this for. I am doing this for my children and I'm doing this for you. It is my hope that I bring one person back to Christ. And I hope it's your hope that you bring one more person back to Christ or closer to Christ. Through my testimony, my reflections, I am not a scriptorian, but I have no greater desire than to shout upon the rooftops that my Savior lives and He loves us and He loves you. And my reflections are in hopes that I can be more mindful and live with greater intentionality, that I stop being this pinball in the pinball machine. I have said that so many times, but... I get so easily triggered in my day. If you know a little bit about what I mean by triggers and then you know that it's, it's when you're reactionary, instead of being thoughtful and reflective in the moment that we are faced with some kind of opposition, instead of reacting, pause, take that second and just pause for a minute and just think about what you've learned and what you've read and how can you switch things up to improve your path, to improve your progress, to improve relationships with your children, and most importantly, with your Father in Heaven. Go back to your why. Go back to your moment of when you felt that this was right or when you felt you needed to proceed. So the moment that I begin to feel doubt, the moment I want to give up, an angel comes into my life in that moment in a phone call telling me that I changed the course of her day. I pulled her out of a funk or I get a text message telling me that everything I have said that she can relate to and it has helped improve the way that they look at things. Somewhere, someone along the way is a direct messenger from my Heavenly Father to keep going. So that is my little turmoil right now. Shall I keep going? Is this something I ought to continue? What is your turmoil right now? Of course, our turmoils are big and small, and I have much larger, much larger challenges than whether or not I should go on in a podcast, but let's talk about what yours are. What are your problems and issues and turmoils that you are hedging up against right now? What are you feeling like you want to give up? What are you feeling that you can't decide on? What are you feeling 
that is tugging on your heart that you either need to go for it or you need to repent of, you need to switch it out, change it up. What is your troubling question in your heart? Have you taken it to your Father in Heaven? Oh, you have. Many times, lots of times, every day, throughout the day. So why are we still here? Why are we still second-guessing ourselves? So I began to want to follow this Instagram page called Work and Wonder, and I began to get their newsletter. And they, in the newsletter, they have a couple of quotes and taken from a general conference talk, and they have insights and they have suggestions on, on what you can do to draw closer to what your answers need to be or, or, or what Heavenly Father wants you to do. And so they, they took this conference talk from Elder Uchtdorf to help us pause and reflect. And, and in his conference talk, he says, life is crazy right now. And yet he stands ready to walk the road with us hand in hand. And we must focus on the things we can do. We must strengthen our personal religious behaviors and muster our faith. God is at the helm. He will watch over and shepherd you during these times of uncertainty and fear. He knows you. He hears your pleas. He is faithful and dependable. He will fulfill his promises. Is there something you need to repent of? Is there something that is tugging on your heart that you need to do that Heavenly Father is calling you to do? Is there something you need to let go of? Is there something you need to hold on to? What are the what are the stirrings of your heart? So they suggested to do a heart dump. Grab a piece of paper or find space in your journal and make two columns. On the left, dump everything onto the page that is burying you or weighing on your heart. Then on the right, write a list of all that's been revealed to you. What have you learned? How have you seen God's hand? What new opportunities have come? What has allowed you to look forward to? How have you prepared for this moment, for such a time as this? What are you to do? What are you to move forward on? What are you to act upon? What are you to change? My heart has been increasingly filled with sorrow with the comings and goings of the world right now and watching the great calamity of of the people because of their wickedness and their abominations. And how do we live amongst, amongst this? And then continually in the midst of all of this, Am I living to my best of my abilities and pleasing my Father in Heaven? And if I'm not, where do I find the courage to pull out of the muck and mire that I'm in? Is the strength of the Lord with us? Read Mormon 2. Are you like those people who are filled with worldly sorrow? Or are you filled with godly sorrow? In Richard G. Scott's conference talk, How to Live Well and in, Amid Increasing Evil from April 2004, he says, you have a choice. You can wring your hands and be consumed with the concern 
for the future or choose to use the counsel the Lord has given to live with peace and happiness in a world awash with evil. If you choose to concentrate on the dark side, this is what you'll see. So looking at your two columns, write your list on the left of all the things that are burying you. And then on the right, all the things that you've been inspired to do. Change it up, let it go, repent, move forward. What is it that you're feeling? The tuggings and the stirrings of your heart that you are supposed to do. Despite the pockets of evil that are swirling around us, Richard G. Scott says, the world is majestically beautiful and filled with many good and sincere people. Just like my podcast, the moment I feel like I'm supposed to give up, I have good and sincere people step forward and say the most encouraging and wonderful things, even down to the sound of my voice. And I told them, I've told every single one of the people who have said that and remarked on that, that my children tell me to stop, be quiet, quit talking, mom. Your voice is hurting my head. But I can choose to live a virtuous and productive and righteous life by following the plan my father has set in motion for me and to not be afraid. Yes, I'm talking about a podcast, but should I put the time and effort to continue this? But the stirrings and the tugging of my heart tell me, don't listen to the negativity. Satan wants you to fail, Shari. Move forward. Elder Scott says, when you use the body and the mind in the way that our Father in Heaven has decreed, we will grow in strength and capacity and be abundantly blessed. He says, Paul wisely taught, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And evil is such a strong word because, you know, when I think of the word evil, I think of people wanting to murder people, but evil can just be very simply as Satan doesn't want you to do this or Heavenly Father wants you to do this. Satan wants you to fail. You're no good at this. No one cares. No one's listening. It doesn't matter. So where is my confidence? I find it in my Father in Heaven. As I come unto Christ and seek to be perfected of Him and denying myself of all ungodliness, anything of evil that enters into my mind, I'm telling you, I completely halt in in the promptings of the Spirit in what I need to tell you today and what I need to testify of, what I need to share with you as soon as I allow doubt or any evil thought or wrongdoing or seeking revenge on somebody that hurt my child's heart, the spirit withdraws and I stand on my own. But I will go with God with all my might and my mind and my strength and I will strive to be perfect in Him. My dear friend sent me a speeches from BYU from 1999. It was from Elder Holland. And 
he says pleading with us today that we must fight a good fight and a winning fight but a fight nevertheless Have you noticed how Satan works to capture the mind and emotions? With all the flashing images, I drive down the road in the dark at night with my girls and I have to tell them to turn their phones off, to turn it face down because they're constantly taking Snapchat images and shots, whatever's going on in their moment, and it blinds my eyes. How can our children find revelation for their heart and their mind when they're constantly tugged by the enticings of the world and I find that I get lost in that too there is so much going on in our face flashing images and blurring music the stimulation of every physical of one every one of our physical senses is stimulated to the excess so how can we ignore the enticings of the world and come back to the tuggings of our heart and listen to the spirit and not be just seductive by the actions portrayed on the screen of our phone? It all may seem distra- attractive, but it's distractive. And I want joy and happiness. I've tried to make it a rule that when I'm around my family, I put my phone down especially on Sundays when I have all my children around and I have my grandbabies there, I don't want them to remember grandma looking at her phone. I don't want them to have the, the, the feeling that they come second to my phone. So I put it down. Are we looking at our phone too much that it's causing us to lose the, the sight of the direction that we need to go that our Father in Heaven wants us to look up? If we're following down a path, We will do nothing but fall on that path if we continue be looking down at our phone and not paying attention to the beautiful scenery up ahead and the glorious promises and and gospel blessings that our Father has in store for us because we are following the promptings of and taking His lead. Don't allow the false creations of the world be what leads you on. I tell my girls, you are comparing your beautiful lives to the false creations that are on your phone. Whoever's making up those false creations on their TikTok, their Snapchat, or Instagram, whatever it is, they put down their phone and they go cry in their pillow over what is really going on and they don't believe it. They think they're the only ones that are crying in their pillow. Are you crying in your pillow? I know I've cried lots and lots in my pillow, but that's because I am trying my best in my life and I continually fall to the temptations of evil that I'm not enough that what I'm doing is not enough that I have failed my children somehow if if you are ever tempted to experiment with the alluring offerings of, of Lucifer first calmly analyze this is from Elder Scott That struck such a chord in my heart. Just calmly analyze. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. To stop, pause, and calmly analyze. Do I give in to to, to Satan or do I follow my Savior? Reflect on the scriptures and the conference talk 
and the pleadings of my heart of how I really want my direction to go in that moment and change it up, change the course. If you have become entangled in sin from poor choices, Elder Scott says, please decide to come back. And he doesn't say come back yesterday. He doesn't say to come back next week or tomorrow. He says come back now. And you may not even be entangled in sin. You could be just like me in the moment, deciding on something. Should you continue with it? Should you quit? Should you give up? Or maybe it's a major decision in your life as to whether or not you should marry someone. There's a wonderful conference talk again by Elder Uchtorf that when he fell in the snow as he was snowboarding with his son and he felt like he couldn't get up. Do you remember that talk? His grandson looked him in the eyes and says, you can do it. You can do it now. And Elder Uchtdorf popped right up and he said, just seconds ago, I was doubting myself that I could get up after that fall. But my grandson reached out his hand and he says, you can do it. You can get up. You can do this. You can do it now. And he did. And he says, there may be times in our lives when rising up and continuing on may seem beyond our own ability. But we need to remember that we can rise up. We can take on the day. We can take on the challenge. And we can take on Satan. And we can say, I'm doing this because my Father in Heaven has inspired me and prompted me to do so. And I'm going to move forward with confidence. But sometimes we just need someone to look us in the eyes and say, you can do it. And that's exactly what happens to me that as soon as I want to give up and not do this anymore, I read something or someone says something. I get a text message. Or I read just the right thing of somebody else who has succeeded by not giving up. And they just keep going and they just keep going. You're you're going to have moments that, that you doubt yourself and that you stumble and you look back when you look back, you're looking at Satan. Look forward. Look forward with confidence. In the poem called The Voiceless by Oliver Wendell, he says, there are so many unfortunate souls who die with most of their music still in them. I don't want the music that is to be played to not be played because I gave in to the temptations of Satan to give up. I may not be able to carry a note. I cannot sing to save my life, but I can testify of Christ and I will continue moving forward with all the confidence I possibly can. We want to be champions, but we mortals do not want to be challenged as we strive to be champions. And the world tugs us down and pulls on our heart and it it extinguishes the hope and persuades us that we cannot go any further. We give into that temptation, but looking to God, being truly converted in him gives us a complete change in direction. And pretty soon we'll hate the voice of Satan and we'll love the goodness of everything that we are trying to do. And that goodness that we look to will continue to encourage us to move forward with faith and hope and confidence But as soon as we allow self-loathing to enter in, as soon as we stop listening to the spirit and listening to the voice of Satan telling us that we're not any good, you can't do this. Are you stupid? Are you crazy? 
no, I'm not crazy. I'm just going to testify of Christ. And you can come with me and be in this boat with me or not, but I'm leaving my testimony as a record for my children. So back to the speeches in BYU by Elder Holland. He says, talking to those who are deciding on whether or not to join the church, but this applies to everything that we are trying to do that's positive and good. Sure, it is tough before you join the church. You were challenged. You were mocked. You were rejected. All the while you were trying to join, and it is difficult even after you join. So once we'd make a decision that we know is right, it doesn't mean that the difficulties end. But he says, don't lose your confidence. Don't forget how you felt when it was right and when you had that assurance and when the spirit confirmed that it was correct. He says, don't distress that experience. If it was right when you prayed about it and trusted it and lived for it, it is right now. Listen to the tuggings and the promptings of your heart. But Satan, he wants everyone to be miserable like unto himself. Elder Holland says, face your doubts, master your fears. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Stay the course and see the beauty of life unfold you. And I just want to leave with this. Doctrine and Covenants 128. Go forward and not backward. Courage and on to the victory. Let your hearts rejoice and be exceedingly glad. So I'm curious to know what's in your columns on your left and on your right. All the things that are burying you. All the things that you're doubting about yourself. All the things that you fear. And what is the column on your right? I hope somewhere in that column that you felt inspired by something I have said. But everything that I have said is from your Father in Heaven encouraging you to move forward, look up, rise up in confidence and gladness and in rejoicing. Don't be afraid. Rise up and do it now. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope to see you next time on Coaching Chaos. And if you like my work, please share it with someone else that you feel needs it today.